Freaks, it's Saturday, March 19th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, feasting on bulled pork penis. Plus, my alcoholic mom made us eat cockroaches, getting pickle fucked in some dude's driveway, and the newest TikTok challenge that will probably end in tragedy. All this for sure voicemails today. Who flooded the fucking bathroom? Always ran around by the pool, around by the pool. Then your mom would take out her baseball bat, baseball bat, screaming, "You better slow down, you fucking brats, fucking brats!" And then she beat your crying face right in front of me. Someday your mom will go out on a killing spree. Brendan's mom is blowing out her lungs. She's all stressed out, screaming at her son. Brendan, can't you see? She will kill your family. I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Brendan's mom. Brendan's mom. your hair and choke you out choked you out it's ironic that she is a licensed therapist therapist she doesn't care about feelings only the fist only the fist and i know she likes to keep the kitchen clean and if it's not spotless, she will beat you till you bleed. Brendan's mom is blowing out her lungs. She's all stressed out, screaming at her son. Brendan, can't you see? She will kill your family. I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Brendan's mom. It's a lozenge or something. Brandon's mom is blowing out her lungs. She's all stressed out, screaming at her son. Brandon, can't you see? She won't kill your family. And Welcome to the first aid for prolapse workout. Love y'all fans. You haters can lick them my ball sack. I just want to say, how dare you? Yes, Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we finish up the week. I hope Brandon was able to escape his mom. 
Hope he's out of the house, living a very independent life out of the clutches of his psychopath mom. For those of you that weren't listening to the show many, many, many years ago, Brandon was uh, a distorted view freak, and he would record his mom going absolutely insane over the slightest, smallest thing. I mean, chances are Brandon was a dick to his mom, too. But still, she would fly off the handle. On top of it all, she, she's like a psychologist or a psychiatrist or something. I think that's what really made it funny for me. I want my health fucking clean! Spoken like a calm and collected therapist. Is your fucking plate? Clean up your goddamn plate! I think at the beginning of the clip, you hear her throwing the plate. Anyway, Brandon, if you're out there... Hope you're doing well, and I hope you're getting the mental help you probably need. I should also mention that I am posting the show late. I did not feel well yesterday. It was weird chest heart things. I think it had something to do with earlier in the week when I belted out some tunes for Sideshow Freaks. myself for you is what I'm going to do. At the very least, in the future, I've got to do some sort of warm-up routine. I should record myself, like video record myself singing next time because it really is a whole body experience. I throw myself into my craft. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Crap. I throw myself into this crap. Don't tell me it's not worth it. recorded the whole song. I used like uh, maybe 10 or 15 seconds of me singing. That's what I played on the Sideshow exclusive episode. But I did record a whole fucking performance. Afterwards, I thought, you know what? These are paying members. I don't want to subject them to three and a half minutes of me singing Brian Adams. It's not fair. You know, the problem with uh, when you don't feel well, there's, there's like three options you have. One, you could do nothing. Just lay down and see what happens. Two, You can go to the emergency room and end up paying thousands of dollars, even if you have insurance. And option three is schedule an appointment with your real doctor. And they're usually booked out a couple weeks to a month. Not a lot of good options in there. Anyway, after a day of resting, I think I'll survive. Haha, I beat the Grim Reaper once again. I'm unstoppable. Oh, I'm unstoppable. <coughs> oh, ew. Yikes. What was that? Anyway. Hey, speaking of uh, Sideshow exclusive episodes, we did some real fun ones this week. You should really sign up and listen. I thanked host, one of the hosts of the regular features podcast, Log, after we were discussing our mutual love for those uh, sexy eight track tapes like fornicating female freaks. Carol! Hello? Carol, you fucking whore! Log sent me a link to uh, some flexi discs, which are very like cheap, almost paper-like uh, vinyl records that were included in porno mags. 
back in the 70s and 80s, and we played one of those uh, on Thursday's podcast. I've got another one here, just so all my listeners can appreciate the absurdity of this. Uh, This flexi-sex record is called Rosie and Nobby. At the beginning of the track, Rosie introduces herself. Not that I'm knocking the blokes around here, because you know, yours truly likes dirty sex just as much as they do. They know how much I love to have a nice boozy bloke banging away at me cunt while he whispers sweet nothings in my ear like, fuck faster, Rosie, and move that cunt quicker, you slut, or you're a great fucking screw, you slag, and other endearments. Yes, it's a British flexi-disc. Move that cunt quicker, you slut. How do you guys feel about the accent? Are you able to get off to that? You see, I love cock. I love pricks. I love hairy bollocks. I love everything a real man can offer. Don't forget, hairy, unwashed asshole. We got that, too. And now my dirtiest dream has come true. This humble but horny housewife from up north has been introduced to the best, fastest prick in the West. Yeah, quick draw, McSquirtin'. But before you look at me feasting myself on Nobby's prize pork poker, I hope you'll spend a few minutes enjoying... That's not hot, right? That's not sexy talk. Yeah, I'm going to suck on his prize pulled porker. <laughs> this kind of make me want barbecue, though. Some smoked pulled pecker. By the way, I love having my picture taken. I'm really very proud of me, cunt, even though it's nearly 30 years old. And I know how guys love to view the sexy scenery before they get to grips with it. So I'm a champion prick teaser. I really get a randy thrill out of playing peekaboo with my cunt and arse and tits before I strip down for action. There's a tip for you ladies. Don't just throw off your clothes all at once. Slide your dress or your your shorts to one side. Just show a little lip. Just like a little left labia. Real quick, and then put it back. It'll drive guys wild. At the moment, my cunt is quivering with anticipation. You can see it is. Those generous fanny flaps. I've trained them to be long and clinging. Check out this bitch tugging on her pussy lips for us. She knows what guys like. Big, long labia majoris down to her knees. They're moist with pleasure and my clit is stiffening with delight because soon that foot of prick will be plunging in and out of me like some pile driver beating at my foundations. Boy, for those few freaks out there who have a hardcore Mrs. Doubtfire fetish, this audio must be driving you wild. I'll be sore but happy. And this little wave of pleasure I feel welling inside my cunt now is really only the start of something big. But it still feels nice. Oh, it feels nice. And I'll not be able to think or talk clearly for much longer, I know. Oh, give it to me soon, Nobby. Give it to me now. There you go. That's pretty much it. That's Rosie and Nobby. The X-rated flexi disc from a British porno mag. Moving on now. Have you guys heard of the YouTube channel Share My Story? The premise is that real stories are submitted and then animators create little cartoons, you know, depicting the story. And then there's a narrator that that reads the story that was submitted, right? I have a hard time believing any of these are real. The first one I have is semi-plausible. Hi, my name is Lily and my older brother is a psychopath. He's always been very selfish and aggressive. My earliest memory is from when I was around four years old. He held my hand under hot water until it burned, but he told our mom it was an accident. Oh, that's just how brothers and sisters play. I remember my my sister told me when she and my brother were growing up, uh, he tied her to a chair 
and then uh, put headphones on her head and crank the music up as loud as possible to, you know, render her deaf. Boys will be boys. <laughs> I guess, you know, all guys are psychopaths. That's the moral of the story here. He's also charming and manipulative. That's why my mom always took his side. You know, again, thinking about my brother and sister, they were very close to the same age, just just a few years apart. I'm 12 years younger than my sister, so that means I'm like 14 years younger than my brother. When I was a kid, he fed me cologne. He made me drink a bottle of cologne. (laughs) My sister would babysit me and uh, stick me in the dryer. I mean... It's just, you know, it's it's what having a sibling is about. Anyway, the story goes on here. I felt like no one cared about me, oh. and the only friend I had was my cat, Lulu. Oh, no. <laughs> Something horrible is going to happen to that cat. We were really close, mm. and she was a great comfort when my brother was cruel again. One day, Lulu disappeared, and I thought she'd run away. But when my mom went to buy groceries, my brother yelled, Lily, Lily, come out here. I went outside and saw my brother holding Lulu in his right hand with a knife in his left. Lulu wasn't moving. I mean, at that point, you should be able to go to your parents, right? And be like, look, the cat the cat I love is dead. It's been knifed. Your fucking psycho son. I managed to lock my door before he caught me. Oh, he was chasing after her with that knife. I mean, could this poor girl's life get any worse? Yes. But I heard him say... If you tell mom, I'll come visit you at night. He did that one time before, but I don't want to talk about it. You done got raped. Oh, that sucks. Uh, Anyway, at the end of the story, the, uh, the brother moves away and this girl is able to feel safe and start her life. That's pretty much the end of the story. So, I mean, it's kind of believable, right? Certainly plausible living with a psycho sibling. Here's another real-life story. My name is Sissy, and I grew up under terrible conditions because my mom was mentally ill. She often made me steal stuff from shops because no one suspected a little girl like me to be a thief. Again, so far I can buy this. Some people have been dealt a shitty hand in life, and they have alcoholic parents, and this is what happens. However, one night she drunk too much and fell down the stairs. Suddenly she couldn't walk anymore, and I had to take care of her even though I was only 11. We quickly ran out of food and I said, Mommy, the fridge is empty and I'm hungry. She responded, Stop complaining. Instead, go catch some cockroaches so we can eat them. Well, we certainly amped up the crazy pretty quickly here, didn't we? Why didn't the mom just say, you know, go walk to the grocery store and steal some Vienna sausages or something? Going right to eating cockroaches? I was petrified of those disgusting little insects, but I still trapped one of them and showed it to my mom. She told me to cook it, but we only had a toaster, so I killed it and put it in there. After I'd given it to my mom to eat, I caught many more roaches and even ate my very first small baby cockroach. Uh, you never forget your first. It tasted okay, so I started to catch hundreds of them and became the provider of my family. It's concerning to me that we're not even a minute into this story. Like, where the hell is this going? Well, rather than trying to catch cockroaches, uh, she decides to start growing them, farming them. So she gets a big box and uh, she gets some cockroaches together and starts feeding them. After a few months, I had more than a thousand of them. But I made a big mistake and let them roam around my room freely because one baby roach crawled through my nose and into my brain while I was asleep. I didn't know what was going on, only that my nose hurt. I kept it untreated for several days until I visited a doctor who saw something moving way up my nose. 
It took several hours to pull the cockroach out, but from then, I always kept them locked in my box. That's a good tip for any potential cockroach farmer. I've got one more story I want to share with you. There's tons of them, by the way. Just check out uh, the YouTube channel, Share My Story. I don't want to give anything away here with this last one, so let me just start playing it. Hey, I'm Chris, and I've always been very close with my mom. (laughs) I mean, come on. This is Distorted View Daily. This can't go anywhere good. I guess it's because my dad left us when I was a baby. Ever since, our favorite activity was her breastfeeding me. But on my 10th birthday, she asked me if I wanted to stop doing it. I was shocked and started crying because I loved drinking my mom's milk. It tastes much better than cow milk. Because even though it starts off a bit watery, after a few seconds, it gets really creamy. Yum! That's why I told her I would never stop drinking her milk. And to this day, every morning and every evening, my mom comes into my room to breastfeed me. Supposedly, at this point, he's 16 years old. I guess the only weird thing is that I'm 16. I actually didn't know it was strange to be breastfed as a teenager because my mom homeschooled me until 8th grade. Everything we think about homeschooled kids, it's true. This is just further proof. They're weird and their parents are weird. I'm just going to start assuming anyone who's been homeschooled breastfed until they were like 18. I'm not going to play the whole story here, but uh, the mother is overbearing. She like follows him around when he's hanging out with his friends at the mall. She'll put on a wig and stuff. So he doesn't like that. He wants to be more independent. On the flip side, he loves that sweet, sweet booby juice. He can't give it up. He's addicted, man. He's jonesing for the white stuff. So, you know, he's got a real love-hate relationship with his mom. They play hide-and-seek together. You know, at 16, it's very normal. Oh, and the prize for winning the game is, of course, clamping down on that goddamn tit and biting it off. It's a game where my mom hides somewhere inside our house, and once I find her, I can drink her milk as a reward. You have got to call Child Protective Services. You clamp down on that goddamn tit and you bite it off. Just a few selections from Share My Story. Uh, Let's switch gears. Not too long ago, there was that trucker convoy in Canada. Residents who lived in the area were getting pissed off because all they fucking heard were these trucks and the honking. And they were blocking the streets, keeping these people from getting to work or going grocery shopping or whatever. I played a few clips of residents screaming at the truckers, cursing at them. It's kind of funny. Well, now we have our own convoy in Washington, D.C., and the residents there are getting a little testy. I, of course, have some audio of that. Take a listen. Fuck you, too. Go back to where you came from. Go back to California. Because you're a fucking baby asshole. Fucking get a fucking coat. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, baby assholes. Fuck you. You don't belong here. This already sounds like a productive exchange. Come here to cause problems. You're fucking racist bullshit. It's racist bullshit. That's why. You guys come and try to take over the Capitol on January 6th, and now you're here because of your racist bullshit. Do you think maybe you have a fucking idea? Yeah. What America's about? No, I, I think you have a wrong idea of what American is about. Yeah, I'm sure I do. Fuck you. Yeah, I am angry. I'm angry at people like you. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Well, this fight continues on for a while. Actually, he starts uh, giving the finger to a couple other uh, truck drivers who get out. They're holding signs. 
It's really just more of the same. Fuck you. Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you. Go home. Anyway, uh, after that confrontation, uh, the, the the loud guy here starts walking away, but uh, one of the, the, the trucker dudes continues to film him. I like America and I like freedom. I don't know. Sorry, You're I don't a fucking know. baby. You guys are fucking babies. You think we're asking you to fucking storm the beaches of Normandy? That's what that's what's getting people all riled up in Washington, DC. That all that yeah, shit of fucking honking. Not. You're a fucking idiot. No. Yes, I do understand what America's about. You don't fucking get to tell people what America's about. You think that's you're right. the that's people? No. You, no, you're a bunch and, of fucking fascist, racist You get the idea. Trucker convoy going well in Washington, D.C. Uh, finally, before we get into the news, one last freak out for you. It's been a while since we've done a, uh, a freak out in an airport. Oh, yeah, people are still losing their minds there. This guy's upset, I think, over a checked bag or maybe some sort of baggage fee. He's got two bags, I can clearly see. My theory is that at the start of this video, he's already cussed out multiple employees to the point where they're just they're not going to let him get on the plane at this point, regardless uh, if he pays the fee or not. Two thousand! I guess that's what his ticket price was. I'm hoping that's round trip. Bro, fucking fly! It'd be great if you put it on the fucking plane. I paid two thousand dollars to be on. I love people that think that's going to work. You need to put me on that flight now. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You wanted to board the plane? I misunderstood. Of course, right this way, sir. As he continues to froth at the mouth. Like headbutting the plexiglass divider. We can fuck this whole airport up. I don't give a fuck about a single person in here. I gave your airline two thousand fucking dollars to be sitting on that flight right now because I have two fucking bags. And American Airlines says you get fucking had. That stupid cut. Yeah, American Airlines out there. So tell me why. Yes, say it with me. $2,000. We all know how much you spent on the tickets. It's funny because someone else in the airport was also filming. Actually, it looks like uh, most people in the vicinity had their cell phones out recording. This one starts a few minutes uh, after the first video. The cops are on the scene here. How much do you want to bet he's still talking about those $2,000? Oh, yeah. If you listen very closely, you can hear him. Again, this video is taken a little further away, so you got to really listen. Don't worry. He starts screaming in a second. They took 2,000. How the fuck do I get to Longview? Well, you should have thought about that before you started calling staff cunts. Just check your fucking bags. I guess he wanted both to be carry-ons, maybe? I don't know. Hey, I spent $2,000 fucking dollars on the flight. I'm going to trip. I'm walking you to Medford, back to Warby. Why the fuck am I not on a flight back to Warby? Well, your attitude might have something to do with it, sir. Quigley, Q-U-I-G-L-E-Y. Put me on a fucking flight. This is a bold strategy. 
trying to get the police officer to get him on the flight. Acting all reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Why is no one listening to me? I paid $2,000. Look, we all know how this story ends. It ends uh, sounding like this. <laughs> right? Dazed. Right here. Right. I'm pretty sure even after being tased and the police swarm him, they're handcuffing him in a very muffled voice. You can faintly hear him saying $2,000. Take a listen. Right there, right? Two. Pretty sure he was trying to say $2,000 again. Show's over, people. Show's over. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the news right now. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up and becoming a member of the Sideshow DV's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, though, Every week, we do brand-new Sideshow-exclusive episodes, typically on Tuesday and Thursday, two times a week. This week was no different. Sign up right now, and you can hear those episodes. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Go to superfreaksideshow.com right now. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. If you sign up through the website, you get access to a personalized RSS feed that you can plug into most podcasting apps use like overcast or podcast addict it's a great way to go there are new ways to gain sideshow access if you listen in spotify or apple podcast you can sign up for sideshow content right in those apps it's a great super fast option if you use one of those two apps so check those out for more information check out distortedview.com and of course superfreaksideshow.com other ways to support the program we've got a patreon account patreon.com slash distortedview you can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, I think we're going to start grouping Florida stories together because a lot of times, like, they're great news stories, but they're very short. So I got to read two or three of them just to equal one, you know, standard news story time and length wise. So maybe we'll start doing a Florida roundup. Today in our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida is the most fucked up state. First up in Florida, a man was caught masturbating with a pickle on private property. See what I mean? How could I not read this story on the show even though it's only a few sentences long? A pantless Florida man was arrested yesterday after police spotted him pleasuring himself with a pickle while on a private premise, according to an arrest affidavit. Responding to a suspicious person call at around 4 p.m. was one of those midday pickle fucks. I wonder if the pickle was, like, originally part of his lunch, and, uh, you know, he got too full. He's like, you know, I'm going to save this pickle for later, and he did. Instead of taking it home and eating it for dinner or saving uh, the pickle for tomorrow's lunch, 
An hour before getting off of work, he got a little horny. Decided to put that pickle to use in a different way. Uh, yes, responding to a suspicious person call at around 4 p.m., a cop saw Eric Detige, 47, lying on his back in front of a townhouse. It's all went down in the Tampa Bay area. Dietage, unencumbered by pants or underwear, had his penis in one hand and a large, uneaten pickle in his other hand. So was he eating the pickle while masturbating, or was he going to fuck himself with the pickle? Uh, the cop added, Dietage was using the pickle to penetrate his rectum. Phew, thank God. I was hoping that would be the case. It would be, like, weirder if he was eating the pickle while masturbating, honestly. I'm just happy this news story gives us some answers, instead of being vague. Yeah, he was fucking his ass with his pickle while he was jerking off. Dietage was arrested on a misdemeanor exposure of sexual organs charge. He's being held in the county jail in lieu of a $150 bond. Dietage, whose address is listed as the Flying Cloud Mobile Home Park. Like, the first part of that title sounds so cool. Yeah, I live in the Flying Cloud. Dot, dot, dot. Trailer Park. I don't know who this mobile home park is trying to fool, but it ain't working. It's like, welcome to the luxurious Golden Arms Mobile Home Park. Welcome to Diamond Estates. Shanty Town. I mean, you can put whatever name you want in front of Mobile Home Park. People are going to figure it out eventually. You can't trick them. Like, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to get some people who are looking to live in a, you know, a McMansion. You were looking for a nice upscale neighborhood somewhere in the vicinity of a five bedroom, four bathroom house. Five point five to seven million dollars. We decided to check out the villages at Royal Crest. Sounded like a nice neighborhood. Turns out it was a trailer park, and we just kind of never left. Honestly, we were sick of looking for houses, so we just bought a double wide. All right, so this guy lives at the Flying Cloud Mobile Home Park in Tampa. He has prior convictions for theft, disorderly conduct, resisting police, and criminal mischief. Jail records know that Dietage has a tattoo that reads, Only God can judge me on his arm wonder if that's the arm he used to jerk off with, or if it's the arm he penetrated his asshole with a pickle with. Either way, God is not amused. Hi, Sylvia. Can you tell me, please, when can I find my vehicle? Where you find your what? Vehicle. Uh, Look up your ass. Pickle. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Vehicle. Can somebody help me? I'm sorry, um, like my uh, uh, half side heart, like my love. Oh, you mean romantic love? Yeah. I, I kept thinking you wanted a pickle, I was going to have That psychic Sylvia Brown trying to understand what a man is asking for. He wanted to know about his true love. Sylvia Brown thought he was talking about a pickle. If the man is anything like the dude in this last news story, though, his true love might actually be a pickle. All right, uh, the other Florida story I have for you. This one involves a Florida woman. A 40-year-old Florida woman faces battery charges after she shot her neighbor with a squirt gun on Saturday. Deputy said the victim was walking past the home of Renee Bolduc of St. Petersburg when Bolduc walked from inside her house onto the porch and shot the victim in the face. I mean, this is Florida. It could have been a lot worse than just a squirt gun. 
The victim never entered Baldock's property or made any aggressive statements. She just was shot in the face with a water gun. Now, the type of water gun was not disclosed. You're going to, like, pin an assault charge on this broad. I'm, I'm thinking it may have been a high power, like a super soaker situation. They still make those? Might even have, like, even more powerful uh water guns at this point. Uh, according to deputies, Baldock sprayed the victim because she was upset that she was walking on her street. I've noticed, uh, you know, people don't have a good grasp of the law when it comes to what you actually own. Just because there's a sidewalk in front of your house doesn't mean you control that. Likewise, just because someone's looking at your house from the road doesn't give you the right to shoot them. This woman was arrested and held on a $500 bond. And that is what's happening in Florida today. Oh, I need to get a Today in Florida or Today in Florida news jingle or something. Maybe one of you guys who's musical can help me out. It's been a while since we've got some uh, new jingles in. All right, second story we have for you today. A Wisconsin judge has sentenced a young man convicted of murdering both of his parents to life in prison without any opportunity for extended supervision. A jury convicted Chandler Halderson, who just turned 24 a few days before the Thursday sentencing hearing, on two counts of first-degree intentional homicide, plus two counts of providing false information regarding a kidnapped or missing person, two counts of mutilating a corpse. Sounds like he had a real problem with the people he killed. He didn't just want them dead. He wanted them, like, mangled afterwards. Also, uh, he was convicted of two counts of hiding a corpse. The judge, John D. Highland, said, I have to, for this sentencing, ensure that the only time Mr. Halderson comes back into the community is to have the privilege of the burial he denied his parents. So the question on all of your minds is probably why? Why did he kill his parents? Well, at trial, prosecutors said Halderson lied to his parents about working for a local insurance company and with a local rescue dive team while he was really living at home and playing video games during the day. As if those lies weren't enough, he told his girlfriend, this guy had a girlfriend? He told his girlfriend that he secured a job with Elon Musk's SpaceX. Here's the issue. If you're going to live a lie, you got to make those lies manageable. You know what I mean? And you have to be consistent. You can't be telling your girlfriend you got a job with SpaceX while you tell your parents you're working at an insurance company and a dive team. It should have just been insurance company. Stick with that. Tell everyone that. You're, you're juggling way too much here. It became overwhelming. Yeah, he told his girlfriend that he secured a job with Elon Musk's SpaceX. Believable. But authorities allege that... Okay, and why would some... I'm sorry. The lies seem more outrageous the more you think about it. I don't know if this guy went to college, but those three jobs that he described are so completely different from one another. They're in entirely different fields. A dive rescue team, an insurance adjuster, and... An astronaut with SpaceX. I mean, maybe he was just an engineer with SpaceX. I mean, who knows? But it just it's, sounds totally outrageous. All right. Yeah, he told his girlfriend he secured a job with Elon Musk's SpaceX, but authorities allege that he tried to cover for that lie by lying about sustaining a head injury, which he said necessitated the cancellation of a planned move to Florida. Of course, he was going to move there. It fit right in in Florida. When uh, his lies all caught up with him, a jury agreed with prosecutors that Halderson shot his father, Bart, 50, in the back. He then killed his mother, Krista, 53, when she returned home. What did I say? The lies were too much for him. 
Wouldn't happen if he was just pretending to be an insurance adjuster. The June 2021 killings involved an alleged cover story. Alderson claimed that his parents took off for a lake retreat in Wisconsin's North Woods around the 4th of July, but they just they never returned. Huh, that's weird. That, prosecutor said, was a lie. The jury convicted the defendant as charged. During a Thursday sentencing hearing, Prosecutor Andrea Raymond said the case presented her office with a not-your-average pre-sentence investigation. Quote, Chandler grew up with a life of privilege by pretty much any sort of angle you look at it. Oh, is this like a spoiled rich kid who could get away with just about anything? His parents were happily married and supportive of him. There is absolutely no evidence of abuse. Chandler grew up with no housing insecurity. She went on to say that Chandler never mourned his parents. She said the other homicide cases she'd prosecuted generally contain a measure of remorse, even by a convicted killer. Rather, when a relative told Halderson that they were sad after attending a memorial service, the defendant told the relative to go watch Halloween, a slasher movie. Yeah, that'll get you out of your funk. Watch some vicious killings with lots of blood and gore. The judge appeared to struggle to hold back his own emotions when pondering the viciousness of the crime. He said, my condolences go to every member of the family. Final story we have for you today. There's been the Tide Pods challenge and then the Milk Crate challenge and then the Kylie Jenner Lip Plump challenge. Now it's the Orbeez challenge. What the hell are dumb kids doing with squishy, seemingly safe, soft Orbeez balls. Please tell me they're sticking them down their urethra or up their butt or in their ears, some orifice, if there's a God in heaven. Uh, the latest viral social media trend is gaining traction on TikTok and has police across the United States warning their communities of the potential dangers. Like the viral challenges before it, police say people are getting hurt from the innocuous sounding Orbeez challenge. Police in Fernandina Beach, Florida, our most fucked up state, shared on Facebook that the new trend is influencing people to shoot the soft gel Orbeez balls at citizens with a gel ball gun or an airsoft gun. Oh, okay, so it's just like standard violent gun violence, just shooting strangers. TikTok posts using the hashtag Orbeez challenge. Show people playing with these small uh, small gel balls, but in other posts, people share videos of themselves shooting others with a gun filled with the Orbeez. Spinmaster, the manufacturer of Orbeez, said children's product safety is paramount at Spinmaster. He went on to say that Spinmaster does not manufacture or sell gel guns. While that may be true, the official Orbeez website is advertising the Orbeez challenge. I don't think they know what's going on. It seems unaware of the negative turn the viral trend has taken. Come on, Spin Master. Open your fucking eyes. Spin Master ended their statement by saying, Orbeez are designed for educational, creative, and sensory play. Well, pain is a sensation. Police in Fernandina Beach said in their post that shooting Orbeez balls could cause injury if striking a person at a high speed or in a sensitive area such as the eyes. This trend has also the potential to cause fear or panic in that some of these gel blaster guns could be mistaken for an actual firearm. A 19-year-old in Deltona shot an Amazon delivery driver, hitting his glasses and neck all while he was driving. The same shooter involved in that case shot another random adult and a 10-year-old child in the face and chest. 
In a separate incident in the same city, several kids shooting the gel pellets at each other were involved in a car crash. In Peachtree City, Georgia, police said the Orbeez challenge has already gotten out of hand in their community. Police shared on Facebook that one child riding his bike was hit and bloodied after local teens shot at him with a gel ball gun. Police said these teens somehow modified the gel beads to inflict even more harm. Don't the uh, Orbeez balls just sort of soak up liquid around it and that's how they get big? Could you kind of just soak the Orbeez in, I don't know, like lighter fluid? Shoot those at kids and then, I don't know, throw matches at them and see what happens? There's a new challenge for you. Oh, I think this challenge can get way more creative. The police supplied a photo of a kid who was all bloodied. And I love seeing kids in pain. I'm going to make it today's featured image over there at StoredView.com and SuperFreakSideShow.com. The Peachtree Police Department said it's pursuing criminal charges against anyone caught firing the guns at another person on city property. In some cases, it could result in felony charges, and parents could also be liable for the actions of their kids, the department said. You want to see people being terrorized? Just search for the hashtag Orbeez Challenge on TikTok. You know what I'll be doing today. Uh, That, my friends, is your distorted news for Saturday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, look, we started off strong this week, and uh, we're kind of stumbling towards the finish line. I apologize. There was no show yesterday. You did get your five episodes of DV. It just took a little longer than normal. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. And don't forget about the Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. It's a great community of like-minded idiots. Check it out. There is a link on the main navigation bar. Just click on Discord. Use that as your invite in. Hey, Tim. It's Dave. Um, Dave. I'm currently in the Ohio of the South. Um, If you happen to see a news article that says Florida man kills dismembers and barbecues an entire Nebraska family, it could be about me. So if that's the case, uh, it's been fun. Love you, Tim. Bye. What concerns me is that he seems to have a plan. It's not just like, I want to kill my family. I hate them. They're driving me crazy. It's like, no, no. First, I'm going to kill them. Then dismember them. It'll be easier to barbecue the body parts that way rather than barbecue a whole human being. Well, maybe on Monday we might have an interesting Florida news story for you. I understand, though, man. Uh, Family get-togethers, trips, especially when you're, like, away from home, but you're in your family group and you can't get away. You're stuck doing family things. It just drives you up the wall. That you have important documents that have not yet been collected. Oh. Please contact us immediately or press 9 to consult the Chinese operator. Sounds legit. Maybe the Chinese government has finally had enough of my antics. Stop playing that Chinese music. Anytime you bring up a Chinese news story, it's racist. Well, I'll collect my documents later. Well, hello there, Kim. I, how are you? It's your friend Paul O'Connell here. I hope you're having a great St. Patrick's Day, my lad. Oh, yeah. I've definitely got a point of Guinness in my right hand. And I'll fuck you in the left hand. Not really. I love your show. And I hope you have a great St. Patrick's Day. Is this Ziggo doing um, an accent? Make sure you wear green. And also, remember, may the good Lord take a liking to you. But not too soon, Timmy. You remember that. I know, right? Well. All right there, Tim. I'll talk to you later. I have a question for you all. 
send the love crown. Say yeah. I want to know where the gold at. I want to know where the gold at. I want to know where the gold at. I hear people in Mobile, Alabama are still looking for the leprechaun today. <laughs> it looked just like a little leprechaun. Leprechaun looked just like a little leprechaun. <laughs> because of that stupid clip, I cannot say leprechaun normal normally anymore. I always got to say leprechaun. Leprechaun. <laughs> oh, my God. People are so dumb. All right. Uh, one more voicemail, and then we'll call it a day. Hey, Tim. Haley's comment calling up to explain the Mark's Well comment made by the uh, British retired educator looking for someone to paddle. Uh, oh, this must be from uh, the other flexi disc that we play. Oh, no, we were doing personal ads from the, the telephone, the British telephone service. He's making a pun. Uh, it has two meanings. Uh, marks are a common term that uh, the British are used to refer to uh, grades. And oh, right. I've heard on more than one occasion the phrase marks well used to refer to uh, someone getting good grades. So retired teacher looking for a good student. But there is a pun involved, a double meaning right, marks, uh, in marks well, because be they were looking for someone right, to be okay, on the bottom. And they wanted some nice, good marks. They, they wanted someone you don't who's have to a good explain student. It to me. It doesn't play. fucking matter. Goddamn Haley's Comet. Make me... F- feel so stupid <laughs> uh it's not hard to do all right that is all the time we have on this edition of the program want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com distortedview.com is our official website voicemail line for you at 206-666-4463 that's 206-660-god is it oh god go catch some cockroaches so we can eat them spread the distortion std tell all your friends about the show don't forget to give us a five-star rating or a thumbs up or like anywhere you can rate and review podcast really appreciate that if you are not yet a member of the sideshow now would be a great time to sign up that's your homework this weekend make me proud i'll give you good marks hey i know what it means all right have a great weekend i will see you back on monday to do this all over again until then I have a bad case of diarrhea. I have a bad case of diarrhea. I have a bad case of diarrhea. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.